Welcome to the Unstoppable Marketing and Mindset Podcast with me, MG. I'm your marketing and mindset coach for women who want to be fucking unstoppable in business. So if that describes you, you are in the right place. And in this episode, I have the one and only Brooke Vilinovich, Instagram queen, coming to share her story and her knowledge like absolute gold. In this episode, we talk about the biggest mistakes that people make on Instagram, how to use Instagram in a way that works for you in your business, and some of the upcoming trends that you're going to see on Instagram. It's also going to uncover some parts of Brooke that you might not have heard before. You might not know her story. You might not know a little bit about her personal life, and she does share quite openly and vulnerably in this episode. I suggest getting a pen and paper to take notes because there's going to be some things that you want to take away from this episode. And she also has an incredible 50% off discount code for one of her more recent programs. Stay tuned and get ready. Let's go. Woohoo! Welcome Brooke Vilinovich to the Unstoppable Marketing and Mindset podcast. So honored that you are here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am so honored to be here and excited to chat. Awesome. So before we get started, I would love for you to just share with everyone that's listening a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I am an Instagram coach and Instagram specialist. I am a keynote speaker. I've spoken all over the world on the power of Instagram. I'm the founder of The Social Club, which is my online training community. I am a wife. I am a mum to my little two-year-old legend, and I am an extreme donut enthusiast. Oh, yes, you are. Because the last time I came to a Social Club event, I was not eating sugar. And then I walked away because I was speaking with a box full of donuts because that was what you give as a gift to the speakers. And I was like, shit, like these are not going to last till day 75 of my sugar hiatus. And I now have to eat these donuts. So I ate the donuts and I started again the next day. So thanks. Oh no. Well, I'm glad that you got back on the horse. Because when we fall (laughs) off, we just get back on. (laughs) I could not waste all of those donuts. They were delicious. Thank you. They were good. They were good. Why give flowers when you can give donut bouquets? Oh, I reckon. Yeah, you can't eat flowers. (laughs) They look good, but they don't taste good. I'd love for you to share with everyone a little bit more about how you got to where you are in business, why you started this business and a little bit about your business journey. So Social Club, as you know it now, kind of started by accident over six years ago. I had reached a point where I couldn't work anymore in my previous job. I'd been in there for almost a decade. So I started an events and marketing business. Then I had a friend ask me if I wanted to partner with her and sell sunglasses online. And I said, yes. Um, I was in charge of like the social media and the marketing. I built our following using only Instagram to 10K really quickly. I sold out all of our first stock within five days and I was absolutely blown away at how easily and also how effectively you could use Instagram as a key business and sales tool. Because this was a long time ago. There was no Instagram for business as we know it then. So something that I also found when I switched from an employee to a business owner is that I felt really alone. And uh, for anyone that knows me and for you, Em, you will know that I am a very extroverted person. I need to be around people. So I wanted to connect with some other business owners. I went to a networking event by the amazing Ash from what was Fusion Biz Babes before and is now Fusion Biz Co. And everyone at the event said how hard they found social media. And I could not believe it. My mind was blown. And I said, no, they said to me well who does yours and I said I do it myself and we're making crazy sales so they ended up asking if I could teach them and I said yeah sure let's do it so 
I started teaching Instagram workshops really just to show small business owners that it could be easy, it could be fun, it could actually be profitable to use Instagram as a key business and marketing and sales store. And I went from doing three workshops a week to three workshops a day, traveling wow. interstate and then traveling internationally and sharing all the latest Instagram knowledge and tools and ways to grow a business on Instagram. I basically said yes to any opportunity that came up um, because I just felt like I'm having so much fun. I cannot believe people are paying me to do something that is so fun. And surely in six months time, everyone will know what they're doing on Instagram. But Instagram was changing so rapidly. People kept asking me if they needed to come to another workshop to be able to like learn all the different tools and the things that were coming up. And I just thought there needs to be a better way to be able to stay in contact with my previous customers um, and also teach people internationally and stay in contact with them. So this is where I came up with the idea for the social club. Um, it was an online membership where I would teach weekly lessons, condense that knowledge and strategies that business owners could easily implement to maximize what it was that Instagram had to offer. And I said before, and I always say now, if you can manage a business, you can manage your Instagram. Um, I've always believed in coaching and mentoring. So the social club community is really about teaching and showing business owners how social media can be a simple yet a powerful business tool minus the overwhelm. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea about the beginning of that story. And I'm actually interviewing Ash from Fusion Biz Co, which was Fusion Biz Babes on the podcast next week. So hers will be the next guest speaker podcast after yours. I love the connections and I love that it went from three a week to three a day. That's huge. It was nuts. And these were three hour workshops. So I was doing a 9am till 12am, a 12, uh, sorry, 9am till 12, 12 noon, yeah, noon, a 12 till three, and then a three till six. And then I was doing private consulting after that. Like it was, I just couldn't keep up. It was incredible. But because businesses were getting results, real results. And they were sharing that they were getting results and that was spreading like crazy. And I just look back and can't believe on, oh, I did it all from my one bedroom apartment. Did I tell you that part? No, but you have now. And I love that you're sharing this because I think what's really important for people like myself, I didn't know you six years ago. I mean, I've known you for the last couple of years and I'd say a lot of people now know who you are, but they're only seeing such a small snippet when you can yeah. look back and go, you worked really fucking hard. Like this wasn't just given to you. Yes, the business model you've got now is like incredible and it's serving a lot of people and it's it's big, but it didn't just come from, you know, nowhere. It came from a, a lot of blood, sweat and tears, I'm sure. A lot. And I used to get up at 4 a.m. just so I could do all of my admins so that I could get ready. I had to, when I moved from teaching workshops in my apartment to a bigger space, I had to leave home at eight so that I would get to the workshop venue in time to set up. And then the workshop started at 9.30, but people arrived like half an hour early. Um, so I had to get up at four so that I could do all of my admin before like all the working on my business. So I could then spend the next nine hours 10 hours, 12 hours working in my business. But do you know what I was thinking this morning in the shower? So I, I get up and my day downloads. starts, <laughs> shower downloads. I get up and my day starts at five. My son doesn't go to sleep as in stop talking in his bed until eight. <laughs> so that is a 15 hour day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. The way I work looks different, but I'm still fucking busting my ass. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Except he's not paying you. <laughs> 
Except he's not paying you um, and he probably complains a lot more than my clients. Yes. <laughs> and I don't really know what I'm doing as a mum, but I do feel like I know what I'm doing with Instagram. <laughs> you know what? I think that's a, a good way for it to be, right? I don't think yeah. anyone knows yeah. what they're doing as a mum, even if you think that you know what you're doing. The moment you do, something changes and you're like, no, no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can attest to that. <laughs> but I think a lot of people feel that way about Instagram, right? Because they think yes. I finally get it and then something changes. <laughs> Yes, yes, and absolutely. The beauty of what you now offer in the social club is that consistent, up-to-date information and changing the way you're doing it as Instagram is changing. So why yeah. do you love Instagram? Obviously, you've had success with Instagram, but you've seen the other platforms. There's other ways that businesses can grow. Why, why Instagram? I believe Instagram is where everyone can find their easy. Uh, there are so many different features within the platform now. Like when I first started teaching, you could just share a single image to the feed. Now you've got stories, you've got reels, you've got lives, you can share carousels, you've got a variety of ways to engage, you've got polls, you've got stickers. And I believe in order to see success, it is not what you do today, it's what you do consistently. And it's actually all right if that evolves and changes based on your life, how you can show up, how often you can show up, the way you feel and the way you want to show up that day. So in order to get the best results, you've got to find a platform where you can show up consistently. And I believe that Instagram is the best platform to be able to do that. Okay. And in so many different ways, do you think Instagram prefers it if we do show up in all of those capacities? Like if we are on stories, posts, carousels, reels, lives, do we get seen more if we do all of the things? No, I, okay. I, this is what a lot of people don't talk about. Instagram is a business. The way that Instagram makes money is by you seeing ads. So Instagram doesn't care what you're doing on the platform. It just says you're on the platform. The more that you're on the platform, the more ads you see, the more money that it makes. So it just wants you on. That's why it's giving you so many options because Let's compare it to TikTok, for example. For anyone that doesn't use TikTok, TikTok is basically if the Reels feed was the only thing that you could do. It's recently introduced carousel posts, but it still works similar to the Reels feed. So if you don't want to be on creating Reels, there isn't really anything else for you to do on the platform. Whereas on Instagram, you might not want to be on creating reels, but you could be engaging in your DMs. You could be on a live. You could be sharing stories. You could be sharing a single image post. There's a lot more variety. Mm, so you don't one. have to do the reels. You don't have to do the DMs, but you do yeah. have to be consistent. You have to be there. And look, what I've noticed, especially over the past six, seven eight years. I think I created my account in 2015. So that's eight years eight of years. showing up consistently on Instagram. Um, I think the longest I've had off the platform completely is five days. And that's because I was giving birth. Uh, and enough. no one wants to be Hopefully going Hopefully not giving birth that. for five whole days. <laughs> no, but do you know what is actually funny? Someone did contact me and want me to go live for my birth as part of a campaign. And I was like, no, that's not how I want to use the platform. I put wow. no. I know it was really weird. I also felt it very intrusive. Um, yes, I agree. I suppose <laughs> if you don't ask, you don't know. It, yes, this is true. Um, whenever Instagram releases a new feature, they are going to give it more reach 
because they want more people to know about it so that they use it so that they stay on the platform so that they see more ads so Instagram makes more money. Everything comes back to you seeing ads so Instagram makes more money. So I do recommend that whenever Instagram does announce something new that you jump on it because it's going to help you reach your goals faster. It's going to help you reach more people. If you've got your messaging set up right, if you've got your account set up right, then you're going to be able to funnel those people into customers. So I do recommend leaning into new announcements, but I also don't believe there is a one size fits all posting strategy for everyone. Awesome. Yes. Good to know. So I had recently read somewhere that you've got to make sure you're using all the elements of Instagram and I don't like doing Instagram lives. They just don't vibe for me, not because I don't like going live, but because what I find is that I put a lot of energy into them. People never listen for longer than a few minutes live. And then the reach after it's gone live and it's just posted to your feed is so low compared to other things that I post. So I'm like, man, I don't don't want to put my energy into that. So yay. But that's so smart. And I think that's a smart business owner that because I obviously there's strategy in business and there are things that you need to do to make money, but there's also you enjoying what you're doing. And if you're not enjoying it, it's never going to get results. No, exactly. It's really that simple. Yeah. 100%. I couldn't agree more. The next question I have is just really around giving some tips to people that are listening who have Instagram and are like, am I doing this right? Am I doing it wrong? What are the most common mistakes you see business owners make on their Instagram accounts? Yes. So over the past six years, I've lost track, probably 10,000, probably more business I have coached and worked with. Um, Over the past year specifically, I've created an audit process, which is where I deep dive into your Instagram account and I literally tell you every single thing that you're doing wrong. Now, these have become really, really popular to a point that I started noticing the same fundamental mistakes coming up over and over. And this is from business owners globally. So a lot of it is to do with your bio because it's all well and good if you have a post go viral, but if your account is not properly set up as a business, where are you directing that traffic? Like ultimately, what do you want your Instagram to do? Do you want it to direct traffic to a podcast? Do you want it to direct traffic to your online store? Is there a product you're selling? Do you want people to book um, book a, a call with you? What do you want them to do? So the biggest mistake that I see business owners make is they don't think about the outcome. They don't think about really the overall purpose. It's all well and good to say, I want to make more money. Well, how does that look in your business? Then you need to have your account correctly set up to be able to funnel people into that. So um, a really good starting point is mistakes with discoverability. And one big, big mistake is usernames. And this is something that people are getting wrong all the time and reducing your discoverability from actual clients, but also from people who don't know who you are and what you do, but they are looking for what you offer. So ensuring that your username doesn't start with underscores because your clients are never going to think, oh, I'm going to search for MG on Instagram. I'll start by popping an underscore in front of her name. They're not going to think that. And then they're not going to be able to find you. So underscores, uh, full stop, random words, random letters that have nothing to do with your business. Mm -hmm. Because on Instagram, you can't have the same username twice. I would rather people add a word to the end of their username if it's not available that explains who they are or what they do or what they offer or where they are if you're location-based because that's going to instantly increase your discoverability. That would be mistake number one. Mistake number two, not having enough keywords in your bio, again, that your ideal client would be searching for if they didn't know who you are, what you do or what you offer. So your bio, which is the top section of your account, that's 
connects to the search results in Instagram. Mm. So if and someone's Google, looking right? for, let's say, and Google, if someone yeah. types in so Instagram SEO. coach, mm. yeah, and I don't have that in my bio or business coach or fitness classes or group workouts or networking in Perth, whatever it might be. If you don't have those keywords in your bio, you won't get found. So again, you're you're pushing your posts out, but you're reducing your discoverability at the same time. Um, and then I also think the link in bio, so many people are getting wrong. Instagram has now introduced an option where you can add multiple links to your Instagram bio. So rather than using a tool like Linktree or one of those, um, businesses either have way too many links and the more choice that you give people, the less likely they are to choose because they feel like they might make the wrong choice. So reducing links and also ensuring that all of the links that you're using are either lead or profit generating. If you want to make money from Instagram, this is how you're going to make money. So doing a little self audit, um, which is why I created the five day Instagram makeover, which we'll talk about mm -hmm. is going to help you generate more leads from your content when you post than taking people straight to your website homepage. Yeah, good to know. Even as you've been going through those, I've been thinking for myself, my Instagram handle is <laughs> at the real MG. So MG doesn't come until after the real. I mean, look, if I were you, if I can openly give you Go some coaching on the podcast. Oh, please do, yes. <laughs> I would have MG business coach because that's what everyone knows you as right How, however brooke there are some changes in the works <laughs> oh, oh my god this is exciting okay okay we can talk we can talk <laughs> but you think like change it so that it's mg and then afterwards is what it is because what would your clients search if your clients were Good looking question. for you on instagram mm. what would they automatic or if they were saying i have this incredible business coach you should follow her mm. and then the people in the room say what's her name and they say mg and the people type in mg they're not going to find you the and other then, problem with MG is people write the letters M G. <laughs> yeah. So that, imagine having a surname like Valinovich. Oh uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I can imagine, you know, it's so funny because I find your name so easy pr to pronounce and I actually love saying Valinovich. Like it feels oh, like, like it's rolls a, off the tongue. it does, it just rolls off so nicely. And yet usually with difficult surnames, I suck majorly at pronouncing them, Aww. but yours for some reason, like Valinovich. <laughs> you maybe you have like some croatian in your in your maybe. deep roots i mean i've maybe. got a tan at the moment so i feel like it could you do we could roll with it but that's not a croatian tan it's a queensland tan <laughs> slightly different slightly different slightly different but same sun yeah yeah <laughs> true same sun yes ultimately same sun <laughs> yeah yes so those are obviously super helpful let's talk about the instagram audit the what you've i know we've talked a little bit about this before the show because you've got an offer for all of the podcast listeners which is freaking incredible, by the way. Do you want to share a little bit about what that is? Yes. So doing these audits um, made me realize that there are so many business. Also, I'm recently slash is 12 months recently. Yeah, I've sure, spent why the 12 not? <laughs> sure, why not? I've spent the last 12 months traveling the world and living all over the world. And I keep getting asked, how do you do it? How do you do it? How are you doing this? And really, if I think about the foundations of it all, it's because I learned how to use Instagram effectively to sell online. Like my husband quit his job. He's now a house husband. I'm here with my son. My business supports our entire lives because of using Instagram correctly. So I had two things going on. I had that I was completing these audits and constantly seeing the same fundamental um, mistakes coming up when it came to setting up brands effectively to sell. And I had all of these people sliding into my DMs saying, how are you doing this? How are you doing this? How are you doing this? So I thought, 
there's two problems going on here. Let's solve them with one new service. Um, I created a five-day program which walks you through every single tool and step available to small businesses and big businesses to set up Instagram to generate you as many leads and as many sales as possible. And I delivered it in what the feedback has said is a really understandable way. So there's a lot of information, but it's a really good program to walk you through and make sure that you have everything set up. Because like I said, your reel could go viral and you're missing all this opportunity because you haven't got your lead, lead form set up properly. Um, and I don't want to see any more opportunities missed. I want everyone to be living an endless European summer or <laughs> whatever your dream life looks like to you. And if you can just get that Instagram account set up properly, um, then you can. So I have given MG a discount code for all of her listeners to get 50% off because I really, really, really want you guys to win. And this program wins. It gets results. It is your best tool to ensure that your Instagram is set up effectively to sell. And 50% off is incredible. So thank you. And we'll put the link in the show notes for that. The code will be unstoppable, of course, and that will all be in in the show notes for people to go and check out and sign up for 50% off is obviously incredible. So really grateful for that. And I'm sure everyone that's listening is like, hell yes. <laughs> I hope so. And I'm excited to see the results. So as part of the program, mm-hmm. um, I actually get you to send me your start and your makeover. Mm-hmm. And, and I like seeing just basically a fresh coat of paint on an Instagram account. And also what's really cool about it is, you know, you could be a brand new account and thinking, or oh, how do I compete? There's so many accounts online that do what I do. Mm. But if you can set up your Instagram using these tools and my knowledge of the last almost 10 years of how you can do this, you can compete. You can even be better instantly because most of the big accounts actually get this wrong because they have external social media managers managing their Instagram accounts that actually don't know all of this. Mm. I see it all the time. And I think, how do big brands get away with it? How do big brands? No one's actually looking. You know how as businesses get bigger and bigger, there's less people really overseeing everything. And so social media just gets a marketing budget. Instagram is a small speck of that marketing budget. And they there's think not, that's enough. There's no care factor. No. There's no care there's factor. No I recently messaged a restaurant asking about whether they had Wi-Fi and whether I could come in for a business meeting, you know, bring laptops and I didn't get a reply for two days. And then the reply I got was from someone who does social media managing externally saying, sorry, I don't know because we're not the restaurant. I'm like, "Mm, but you are the restaurant. (laughs) Isn't that sad? And you know what? From the past 12 months of traveling all over the world, and I love Australia and Australia will always be home. So I don't want to hate on it. But Australia is so behind when it comes to using Instagram as like the phenomenal sales tool that it could be. And I have learned from these different countries and the way they have their Instagram set up, it just blew my mind at how efficiently they were using it to book things in, to follow up, to start a survey, to do whatever it is that you wanted them to do. It was like, wham, bam, 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 all this stuff was happening. And all I did was connect to the Wi-Fi in their restaurant. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. So it was really good for me to learn all these opportunities that are available that, again, Australian businesses don't know about, so they're not using, Mm -hmm. that help you get these incredible Instagram results to ultimately get you clients and get you sales. That's what everyone wants. I love that this segues really nicely into my next question about the future of Instagram because it's like you're seeing the future of Instagram because you're not in Australia or WA, also known as wait a while for anything to happen. <laughs> like what what is the future of Instagram? How are we going to be using it in the future in our business? Does AI come into it? 
Mm, yeah, AI comes into it a lot. I'm obsessed with AI, Me by too. the way. I probably spend two to three hours a day researching AI because I'm so fucking excited for it as a business tool. I think AI for business, especially small business like us, um, is the best thing to happen to small business since social media. I, mm-hmm. I genuinely believe that. Um, so when it comes to Instagram, look, over the past, again, six years, seven years, As a platform, you used to have to spend so much more time on Instagram than you do now to get your message across and stay ahead. And even though the platform has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, there's over 2 billion users now and people say to me all the time, is it too late for me? No, it's not because the algorithm has evolved and learned so much from those users that I see business accounts that started last week that are making more money than accounts that have been on there for five years. Uh, because of the way the platform now knows how to put your content in front of the right people if you set up your account correctly again. Um, So something that I find really exciting is that when I first started teaching Instagram for business, oh my God, this is scary. Part of my content plan that I taught in my workshops was posting three times a day, every day, seven days a week. Can you imagine if I tried to tell people to do that now? Yeah, they would would just go middle finger, walk away. Hell no. Membership Ain't canceled. Nobody got time for that. I don't want to be in the social club, Brooke. Bye. Um, yeah, bye, Felicia. Um, and then when I started the social club, which was about two years into starting teaching Instagram, the recommendation was to post once a day for seven days. I have recently evolved the content plan to post three times a week. And I do believe that in the next few years, you may only need to post once a week on Instagram. and be able to get the same, if not better results. Uh, AI will do your comments. AI will respond to DMs and respond well, respond better than you can because it will have learned so much in that time about your customer, what they want, how to sell to them without sounding and feeling salesy. And I just see Instagram to become this beautifully automated sales tool of your business so that you can set it up correctly, Tell the AI what you want it to know. And then you can go back to creating that life of freedom and flexibility and spending time with your family and whatever it is that makes you feel successful. And I think that is really, really exciting for small business. Wow. And there'll be a lot of people going to excited? This. Yeah, it makes me excited. And uh, the next iteration of MG is very much utilizing a lot of AI in a, a big project that I have coming up and I don't even know how yet, but I know that it has to be possible because there's so much that AI can do already. And it obviously, and it's just been such a short amount of time really that it's been available to the public. So I I can see how this is possible, but I also know there's a lot of people that are like afraid. They're afraid of AI. They're like, is it going to replace my work? Is it going to yeah, change the way things are done so that small business no longer have business because we're no longer needing copywriters. Like, you know, I, I don't agree with that, but I'd love for you to speak into that and your thoughts on it. Okay, so I have two different thoughts on it. Let's start with thought number one. In the olden days, when there was no internet. In the olden days. In the olden days, when there was no internet. There was no internet when I went to high school. So I was part of these olden days. Let's just remember that. Um, the idea that you could, so before that, you had to make phone calls and send letters to run your business, right? So the idea that letters could be automated so that they sent at a certain time to a certain person with pre-written words, that probably felt fake, like you were cheating the system. How could you possibly grow? But look at the world and the way business runs now. Look at marketing software. Look at MailChimp. Look at MailerLite. Look at 
ConvertKit, look at all this software available to small business that small businesses want to know how to use so it can save them as much time as possible. So that's going on over here. And then I think about this side as a small business owner, when you're doing coaching and learning how to grow your business, what do you get taught? You get taught to outsource. You get taught to hand over your smaller tasks. You get taught that if you want to grow, you can't do it all yourself. So isn't this just a part of outsourcing? Really? Mm. What's the difference between paying a copywriter and using AI to write your copy in the sense of not you doing it? But the difference is then you're not paying someone else. And so that copywriter oh, totally. then doesn't get work. So then what I about don't that? Mean from, yeah, I don't mean from a payment side. Mm -hmm. I mean just from the side of people saying, well, it's not me, so it feels fake. But yes. Eventually, as your business grows, and the whole point of growing a successful business is that most of it isn't you, so that you can actually get back freedom and flexibility, which is the way the reason why you started a business. Yes. So I think anything new, especially when it comes to technology that people don't understand, is always scary. Yeah. Always, always, always scary. Um, I remember <laughs> I remember when I started my business as someone saying to me, that'll flop. People don't want to know mm -hmm. that. Yes. Yeah. People don't so understand that, it. So they are afraid yeah. of it. And that's right now when we don't understand it. My view is that it's just going to change the way we work. So yeah. if you are a copywriter or if, you know, you're a content creator, it's going to enhance what you do and you're actually better Absolutely. off utilizing the tools now and finding ways in which it can enhance the speed at which you do your work or totally. the way in which I you interact with too. people that you you get on board with it find a way to get on board with it because you don't have a fucking choice basically so you may as well agreed agreed <laughs> and um what you're saying about copywriters I don't think it will replace copywriters because mm -hmm. I use a lot of AI but I still have a copywriter and I love my copywriter and I will continue to use my copywriter because there is something special and magical that she does that AI just can't do it can't replicate um, an actual human it can it can come close no. but at the end it of the day it can give ideas yes yeah and it can spell check which is amazing Yes, But I think, like you said, a smart business owner will learn how to effectively use it to save more time in their business because the more time that you save, you then have choice in how you want to spend that time that you're saving. And you may choose it to choose to spend it doing your higher level tasks that only you can do, or you may choose to spend it spending more time with your family. But I think success in business, and this is something that I have learned over the years and obviously the things that have happened in my life over the years, success in business used to always be money to me. But I believe now true success in business is having the choice of mm -hmm. what to work, when to work and where to work. Yes. That is success. Yeah, 100%. That is the new flex of success. Oh, that is a is, huge flex. Yeah, the that lifestyle that, well, really a lot of us go into business for that, especially like mm. myself. I didn't go into business until I was a mum. I'm crazy. Clearly I should have Ow. utilized the time <laughs> that I had before I had children. But yeah, anyway, but it was because it was like, I want to be at home with my kids. Yeah. I don't want to have to, and I, and I want that in my life still, yeah. you know, I don't want that to change. So yes, we also want to make money. We need to make profit. We want to run prof profitable enterprises, but at the end of the day, what's most important when we get to our deathbed is that we've, you know, lived a life of purpose and value. So I love oh, that. Oh, absolutely. I think I, I went some, through something pretty horrible during COVID. Firstly, I almost lost my business, which was scary. And I lost my sister, which was horrible and scary. And I did see someone on their deathbed and I did hear all the things that they wished she was young. So she wanted to do. And I just thought, fuck this. 
I am killing myself right now for the money and I'm making good money, but I'm tied to my laptop for 12 hours a day. Like, what am I doing? Let's go do something. Let's go somewhere. Let's experience life. And okay, it might be scary and okay, it might not work out, but at least I tried. Mm. And so that's why we sold and packed up everything in Perth and we decided to go live around the world. And so many people told us it was silly and it was crazy. And oh my God, you're doing it with a one-year-old. Is it safe? What about school? Every fucking person that said, what about school? When I had a, at the time, a six-month-old baby. Yeah. Like, you don't need to worry about that yet. Come on. Now before school. That's perfect. Totally, totally. Go live your life and, and, and limit any regrets that you might have at the end. What a beautiful way to finish off. Like, <laughs> I absolutely love that we've rounded this off with so much purpose and intention and perspective, like the yeah. perspective of what's actually important. What do you value in your life and how can your business yes. match those values? And no matter what's going on in your life, and this is something that my sister's doctor said, and it will always sit with me forever. And I have like goosebumps saying this, until you are sick, everything else is just a to-do list. Mm. And it has literally changed so many moments where I would have previously had a total meltdown um, to just be like, you know what, anyone that is unwell or sick in hospital would take your worst business disaster for mm. 10 minutes just to have your health. Yes. So keep it in perspective when you're losing your shit. And we've all been there. I've been there a lot. I've been on the floor crying multiple times because I lost a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> but really, it's just a to-do list. That's it. You are healthy. You owe it to yourself to get up, to nourish your body, to look after your body, to move your body, to do what you need to do to feel as good as you can each day. Because Mm. just the fact that you can do that puts you on top of so many people in the world already, even if you feel behind in business. Yeah. You're only behind in in here. You're only behind in your mind. That's it. It's what you focus on is what you find. Absolutely. I do have one more question, which I try to remember to ask in every episode. And then sometimes we get carried away and I almost forgot. (laughs) And that question is, can you think of a time when you have felt fucking unstoppable in business and share that with everyone? Um, There's been a few times at the start, I felt unstoppable because before I started my business, I, which I didn't start till, I mean, looking back, it seems so young, but at the time I felt so old. I didn't start till I was 29 mm-hmm. and I never felt like I'd really done anything special in my life. I wasn't great at sport. I wasn't great academically. And I, I just, I'd, I'd never really achieved anything. And then I started teaching Instagram and people actually came to me for advice. And for the first time I felt good at something. And then I was teaching small business owners and I got an inquiry through from Mazda to come, (laughs) this is so funny, to come and teach for them. And I just thought, this has got to be spam. There's no way they would want me. I cannot be the best. Yeah. I'm little old me in my one bedroom apartment. There has to be someone better. So I just deleted the email. Oh no. I know. And then about a week went past and they emailed again, just saying, just following up, you just got this. And that for me was the biggest turning point in my business because it was the mental validation that, holy shit, this enormous global brand thinks I'm the best. Like this is Mazda. They only want to work with the best and they think I'm the best. And that was a huge turning point for me in my business to go, okay, Yes, you're having fun, but I think this actually has legs and you should 
be a bit more strategic with what you're doing, which I did. Um, I got a business coach. I put together a, a variety of offerings and that's when my business just took yeah. off completely. Yeah, but imagine if they'd never sent that follow-up email. Well, the that's why you should always follow up. Follow-ups. Yeah. <laughs> I read a stat the other day that was like, you've got like 75% of conversions happen in the follow-up. It was, it was something huge. And yes. Yeah. I mean, lucky they did follow up because I mean, back then there wasn't as many scam emails as what there is now. Like I get multiple a day now, but back then there wasn't as many, but obviously you were so like, whatever Mazda, like no way, but actually yes way you're Brooke Vilinovich. (laughs) I know. I I think I'm still operating from an outlook.com. That's why (laughs) I was like, how do they even find my email address? Yeah. Well, you never know who's watching, right? That's That's right. Because someone that worked for Mazda. And that's what it was. The main Mm. marketing girl followed me on Instagram and it all connected through there. So you never know who's watching. All of my incredible opportunities have come through Instagram because someone has been watching. Yeah. Yeah. And you may never have even known that it was the girl from Mazda that was watching because they wouldn't have been in your DMs going, hey, I'm the girl from Mazda watching your stories. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch it. I'm watching you. I'm watching. (laughs) And that would have been, you probably, they probably got blocked if they had have said that. You'd be like, okay, this is strange. It's a different, it's a different uh, engagement strategy. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's all sorts out there, right? Like we've, we've seen it all. We've What's it coming all. up for Brookville and a bit? <gasps> oh, so many things, which is so exciting. So I feel like I have, again, spent the last 12 years, uh, 12 years, I wish, 12 months traveling around the world. And it was really hard for me to see the bigger picture. Uh, because most of the time I was like jet lagged or trying to find somewhere to live or in a different time zone or just trying to keep up and maintain my work. But now that we have stopped, um, I have been able to release this new program, the five-day Instagram makeover, which is so exciting. Uh, We are already working on International Women's Day, the event that I do with uh, Ash from Yeah, I've seen the date announcement for that already. Love it. Yeah, so I'll be coming back to Perth to host that, which is really, really exciting. And then I have some other more one-on-one services coming up in the social club um, and under my brand more towards the end of the year. So the social club turns six in December mm. um, and I may be doing a little Ooh, okay. and yep. some exciting things going on there to uh, really offer offer more help and support and really celebrate um, something that has changed definitely over the years with the social club is what started off as just a weekly training email has turned into this incredible and beautiful global community and within the community there are not just not just biz connections made but genuine best friends businesses have started from members within the community and that is something that is so cool and so powerful and something I'm so proud of so I'm evolving the social club so that there's more focus on that which is really exciting too so stay tuned and keep a watching Amazing. And I'll make sure that obviously all of your links are in the show notes to the social club because you can join the social club at any time, can't you? Anytime. Yeah. Join at any time. We are waiting to welcome you. Yep. Amazing. And also to your Instagram, of course, both of your Instagram, the social club and Brooke Vilinovich. I'm just going to keep saying your name. I just love it. Brooke Vilinovich and the link to the 50% off five day Instagram audit as well. That'll all be in the show notes. Yes, I do recommend starting with a five-day Instagram makeover first because let's get your account set up effectively to sell first Mm -hmm. and then join the club after. Or you can do both at the same time. Yeah, just do both at the same time. (laughs) Just do both at the same time. But I want you to set it up to sell first. Yeah, absolutely. Because the social club community is that ongoing consistency, but you want to have the foundation first. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Makes sense. Perfect. Is there anything else you want to say before we finish up today? Is there anything else I want to say? I just think, you know, seven years ago, eight years ago, I came to Europe for the very first time in my life. I had quit my job. I was terrified. I didn't know what I was going to do next. I was, it was the first time in my life I didn't have a plan. And I just followed my heart and I ignored all of the people that said that's going to flop and that's not going to work. And I listened to my customers. I really listened to what they want and what they need. And eight years later, I am living in Europe with my family, with my beautiful son. And I have grown this incredible business that lights me up and I love and just never say never because because <laughs> eight, eight years ago, if you told me I'd be doing this now, I would have laughed in your face. Yeah, never say never. I love that. Never say never. <laughs> Isn't that a Justin Bieber quote? <laughs> never say never. I love Justin Bieber, so it could be. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the podcast, Brooke. Really appreciate your time. It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me and thank you to everyone who is still listening. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of Unstoppable Marketing and Mindset with me, MG, and Brooke Vilinovich. I am going to make sure there is all of the links in the show notes for you to connect with Brooke and to check out her program with the discount code that she shared in today's episode. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please make sure that you rate and subscribe or follow this podcast so that you get notified as more incredible episodes come out. And I'd also love for you to drop into my DMs. There's a link in the show notes to share with me your biggest takeaway from today. That's it for me this week. I'll see you back here next time. Peace out. I'm MG.